Welcome to Life and Living Radio, a podcast entirely created and produced by me, Emily Jordan. I'm a writer, artist, health and lifestyle coach, and most of all, I want to be a source of all things life and living for you here. Thoughts, motivation, positivity, health hacks, and lifestyle tips in easy listening form is what I want to give to you through this podcast. To subscribe to the Life and Living blog, the source of all the content you'll hear from me here, go to www.emilyjordan.me slash blog. Thanks for listening, and let's get started with today's episode. Hey guys, this is, as mentioned last week in my short little teaser episode, the first ever Life and Living with You episode, which is just the subtitle for the guest series of Life and Living Radio. Again, the purpose of these interview episodes is to have some casual conversations with some casual people. Um, I just want everyday people that I think have something unique and special to share with you guys. And so some episodes are gonna be about life and mindset and perspective. And other episodes are going to touch on things like mental health and physical health or um, like career and work advice. It's kind of going to be a range of things because I think that we have a range of listeners. And at the very least, I have a range of interests and a range of curiosity. So yeah, it's going to be really broad, but also super intentional for each guest. So if you have someone in mind that you'd like to recommend for the show, for me to chat with, I'm absolutely sure that they're the perfect guest for these conversations. So go to my website and you can fill out a contact form and we can set that up. Today's guest is, like I said last week, someone very close to me. Um, It's my brother and I wanted to have my brother Bradley on the show because he's the closest thing I have to an expert on running. And if you've been following me on Instagram or my blog for some time, you know that running is something I've been really getting into as not just a form of exercise, but a form of kind of mental release and mental exercise and a way of practicing goal setting and just following through on those goals. And so I want to sit down with Bradley, who has really coached me kind of through all my running phases from being like a total noob to kind of now a more seasoned runner. And I want to ask him about his own running experiences and what running means to him, but also let him talk about his running advice and tips for anyone trying to become a runner or just get better at running or like just trying to pick it up as a hobby or something. Um, This chat turned out super fun and super informative. He actually knows way more than I thought he did. So it got really interesting and he has so much good stuff to say from a mentality and kind of like running as a lifestyle standpoint, but also a lot of concrete advice for running in terms of like shoes, biomechanics, technique and things like that. I hope that you enjoy the first ever episode of Life and Living with You. And thanks in advance to my awesome brother who took time out of his insane med school study schedule to come and hang out with me and let me record our conversation. Let's get started. Okay, so before we start, can you just tell everybody who you are? Because obviously you are my brother, but tell us who you are, how old are you and what are you doing like in your life right now? My name is Bradley. I'm 28 years old. I'm a first-year medical student at LSU Health in New Orleans. Uh, I was a high school teacher last year. I've been a substitute teacher for a while, and I am pursuing a career in medicine. Okay, perfect. So I am kind of hesitant to call myself a runner because running is something I feel like I do but I don't really feel like I know how to do it. Like, I feel like I'm still learning how to run. So I want to know from you, someone that I definitely think is a runner. Um, do you 
consider yourself a runner? Like when people ask you like, oh, are you a runner? Are you like, yeah, I'm a runner. Or do you still feel weird being like, I'm a runner? You know what I mean? I usually just say, I like to run. Okay. Um, because I think everybody has a different definition of what a runner is. Some people think it's somebody that just loves to wake up every morning and run 30 miles. And that's not you? It is some days, but not every day. Um, I think a runner, by definition to me, is anybody who tries running. Just like okay. I would say an artist is anybody who tries to make art. It doesn't have to be somebody who's super accomplished or famous or well-known. So if someone like has run before or like, you know, people that like pick out a 5K like to do during the year and they like train for a 5K, would you... Like, are those people runners? To me, definitely. Yeah. So I consider you a runner because you run often. Like, those are the things that qualify someone as like a quote runner to me, which I guess seems silly. Then like I guess I would qualify as a runner. But like, I consider you a runner because you run often. Um, You seem to enjoy running. You're like good at running. So um, do you think from your point of view, though, that you've always been a runner? I think we're all born runners, but I don't think that. I was, and I think anybody can be a runner, but sure. I don't think I was always a runner. No. What? Why do you think you weren't always a runner? Because <laughs> uh, you didn't always do it or like you didn't act I didn't or? always do it. I didn't always enjoy it the way that I do now or yeah, I didn't do it as much as I do now. So how'd you like how and when, and I guess like, why did you get into running? Like if there's a before and after, what was the before, during and after period of that? I think I really started getting into running like late middle school, early high school. Uh, my soccer coach, I really wanted to play a certain position. He told me <laughs> that I wasn't fast enough. I need to run more. So I went out for the cross country team and found out that I was actually an okay runner. And I liked Did you hate it like the first time you did it though? Because that seems like an odd sport for like a young kid to pick up, like just running, you know, because there's not like. You're not really on a team with other people. I don't think I would have done it had he not suggested you need to run more. I wasn't like, oh, yeah. I really want to go out for the cross country team. Yeah. I, said that, I was like, sure, I'll give it a try. And then after a couple of practices, I was like, this is kind of fun. I saw a bunch of my friends out here. I had a really good coach all of middle school and all of high school that I really connected with. He was very knowledgeable. He was fun. Um, and so that made running fun. And I think running is a very, or cross country is a very like communal sport. It's only like, you know, we had a small school, so there's only yeah. like 10 of us on a team, but even big teams are only like 20 guys. See, I feel like people think it's not, though, because you're like by yourself, right? Like when you run a race, were you with your like teammates? But that was a race is once a week. And in True. high school, you practice five days a but week. But did y'all run together? Because that's day. like running with people makes me nervous, too, because it's like, what if you can't keep up with them type of thing? So in practice, y'all ran like together, like next to each other? Two or? mile warm up, the same three of us ran together okay. for six years every day after school. Okay. Um, so then what are you currently doing as your like own personal running programming? Like, are you training for a specific race or anything right now? I mean, the Crescent City Classics in like 10 weeks and we're going to run that with some friends. So I'm trying to be in good enough shape to run it and be where I like to be in those races. But I'm not like yeah. doing anything special. Do you have some, do you like write down what you're going to do or you kind of just know in your head, like these are things I need to cover like on a weekly kind of basis or like in a few weeks I need to be at this mark type of thing. No, like I said, I started running like late middle school, early high school. So it's been 12, maybe 15 years. 
of, of running and running to me now is just a lot of feel like, what do I feel like doing and how far do I feel like going and do I feel like going fast or things like that? So it's pretty (laughs) day by day. Okay. And so how do you decide then, like if you're prepping for a race, like how do you decide what types of runs or things to do for yourself? Because I think a lot of people who are not like quote runners again, who don't consider themselves as runners would laugh at the like, it's whatever I feel like. Cause people are like, I don't feel like running, but if you do enjoy running, you're like, I mean, yeah, I don't feel like being tired and like fatigued, but I enjoy the act of it. So then if it's not just feeling, how do you decide like what kind of programming to do for something? I mean, there's definitely days I don't feel like running and I go because I am training for something or I go because I know I'm going to feel better in the afternoon if I go do something in the morning. But if I've got a specific race in mind and a deadline and I I come up with a time I want to hit or a pace that I want to try and run, I take a lot of my old high school workouts and kind of just modify okay. it to what I'm looking for. Yeah. Um. So I also said that one of the reasons I don't consider myself a runner, I don't know why I'm like stuck on the concept of being a runner or not being a runner, but one of the reasons I feel like it's hard for me to say like, yes, I'm a runner is because I feel like I'm still learning how to run. And I remember like a couple years ago when you and I and Nicole like trained for the half marathon, I was like, I feel like I just like learned how to run. Like I figured out a lot, I guess because I did a lot of running during that time period. But when you say like you learn how to run, people are like, everybody knows how to run. And you said too, like we're all kind of born runners. So what do you think about the concept of like learning how to run like does that mean something or make sense or are you like no i think we all know how to do it or or what it definitely makes sense but i think it's more of a relearning than it is a learning because i do think we're all born knowing how to run i think you know you watch babies they start crawling walking <laughs> and the next thing they do is they start running you don't really have to teach them how to do it True. um and then f- physiologically i think our bodies were built to run um, and made to last. But then I think there's some things that kind of happen in between being a kid and probably middle school, high school, different shoes you wear, different sports you play yeah. that kind of affect your running style. And so what you're talking about is now that I'm a want to run distance, how do I learn how to do it? Yeah. Well, I kind of unlearned it for a little while and I have to relearn it again. So, so besides like just having um, practice running and gotten better at running because you've been doing it a long time. Do you feel like there's other like specific things that have made you better at running besides just running? Like are the things you figured out either physically or like mentally about running that you've been like, okay, this has helped me become a better runner or not really? No, definitely. I mean, I think, like I said, the coach I had all through middle school and high school is a very knowledgeable um coach from a mechanic standpoint of this is the workout we're doing. We're doing it for this reason. It's going to do this to your legs and your body and all of that. So that taught me a lot. Um, and doing it for a long time, you, I've realized that you can't really rush running. It, <laughs> it, it's a slow and steady sport a lot of the yeah. time. And then I read two, two really good books more about like, um, how to run and why we were, why our bodies are built to run that I learned a lot from both of those books. Okay. That's a super good segue because the next question I want to ask you is like you and I've talked briefly about the like physical technique of running, like landing on your toe versus landing on your heel and like where to position your arms. And like, I remember you saying a long time ago, like you want your arms to be relaxed, but you also need them to be bent because they're helping like propel you. And then like, you need your neck at a certain thing. So like, what do you think are like, body, I guess, things to do to be a good runner and have good form and to help increase speed, distance, longevity, like all that. Yeah. Like I said, there's two books. The first one is called uh, Born to Run by Christopher McDougall. And he just explores like, are people supposed to run? 
and kind of comes up with this idea that we were. We were born to run. That's what our bodies were built to do that. And if you look at kind of the evolution of man and how early early man was a little more hunched over and has kind of changed shape, it was to aid in running um, is one, one theory. And from a medical standpoint, it makes a lot of sense. And the, the second book is called The Cool Impossible, which is the coach um, that helps uh, Chris in the first book learn how to run. And he has a lot of biomechanic tips and all of that. And he makes a couple of really good points that are just really hard for me to get around from a medical or physiological standpoint of how you're supposed to land and where your arms are supposed to be and all of that. And like I said, kids know how to run when they're young. You watch a, a, a kid run, a young kid run, and they do it free and light and, and perfect. And then you watch some older <laughs> people run. It's like, yeah, you're just you're so like stomping. Yeah. You just look so uncomfortable. And, yeah. um, so then what are the like good for your body types ways? Like if we're born to run and then we kind of have to relearn how to do it, what are we supposed to be doing while we run with our bodies? <laughs> well, in- interestingly, and I haven't done a ton of research on the topic. Th- those two books have been my main form of research and I've agreed with both of them from the no- little knowledge that I have about the body. So it, it made sense and I didn't need to do a lot more <laughs> research. But uh, interestingly enough, it- it's actually our shoes that change our running style. These shoes that have these big thick heels on them and we think, oh, I need all this cushion because I'm pounding on my knees and all this. Well, then that prompts you to land on your heel when you run, which to me always made sense as a kid or as a as a young as a young runner. And then I read this line in this book about take your shoes off and go run down pavement. How do you land? You don't land on your heel. Oh, yeah, I feel like that would hurt. You wouldn't land on your heel because your body's not made yeah, to land on its, its heel. Pressure. All it's the, not as squishy. I feel like you absorb more on your toes. All the padding is in the front of your foot. And when you land on your heel, your leg is straight. And so all the the force goes up your bones and creates knee pain. <laughs> True. But if you land on the front of your foot where the cushion is, really your, your muscles cushion all the blow. And so there's there's way less it's wear. It's like we've built shoes to give cushion to support a bad habit, pretty much. Like... I feel like that was backwards on shoe design. I think some of it was ignorance. They didn't know when they built the shoes. And then I think a lot of it was marketing, you know, of we yeah. can sell shoes and tell you to buy a new pair every six months because your cushion's gonna, running Yeah, out. sure. But there was a, a running coach at Stanford who Stanford has a phenomenal college cross country program. And he bought a, he had a shoe partnership with Nike, got some shoes from them and all of his runners got hurt. And, and uh, they all said, it's the shoes, coach, it's the shoes. And he said, thanks for the sponsorship, but we're not interested. I'm going to keep running the way I've been running, which yeah. is a very minimal shoe. And uh, Nike said, well, what can we do? Because we still want to partner with you. So they built a minimal shoe back in the 80s. And it just never gained popularity outside of cross-country <laughs> runners in college sports. But the injuries yeah. were mostly from shoes. Probably didn't look as like you know good as those super cushy ones either you also didn't need a new one every six months which <laughs> yeah made it harder to sell <laughs> poor nike yeah okay so that being said do you have a specific shoe brand type model that you like or would recommend or are you kind of just like you got to test them out get fitted like what's your shoe theory on that uh, again going from those books the the theory that i really like is called a zero drop shoe and it just means that there's zero difference between the front of your shoe where your toes are and your heel Okay. Um, it's basically flat on the bottom, which prompts you to eventually start landing on your toes. Most shoes have like a 12 millimeter drop, meaning the heel has 12 millimeters of extra cushion. So your heel naturally hits first on shoes. You can't really yeah. do anything about it. Um, but when you start running in those zero drops, it shifts your running style. And it, I didn't switch till about three years ago, and it took me probably a year and a half to completely <laughs> transition because it really changes the way you land and the way you run and your muscles hurt more and it feels unnatural. And 
all of that, but it, it makes a lot of sense too, in terms of speed. Are you faster if you land on your heel or your toe? Well, where, where do you push off from? Yeah, I was about to say, I feel like, yeah. I feel yeah. like you save just like a half second of time by like being on your toes. A lot of time, yeah. my, biomechanically. Well, and if you watch sprinters too, they ain't running on their heels. Yeah. They're never running on the heels. Sprinter shoes basically are just toe grips. There's not even a heel on yeah. a sprinter shoe. But Does that have anything to do with foot arch? Like if a shoe is super flat like that, is it bad for people who are like, well, I have a high arch. I can't do that. It, the zero drop doesn't. The flatness on the bottom doesn't affect the arch of the shoe. So you can oh. still have an arch inside of your shoe uh, and still just the have bottom a zero of the drop okay. on the bottom. Okay. Cool. Okay. So um, someone who has is definitely not a runner. They're like, I don't run. I maybe not like I've never run, but I don't run. I don't enjoy running, but I feel like a lot of people like want to be runners, you know, like I wish I liked running or like, I feel like so many of us see running as like, I mean, it is the cheapest, easiest, like form of exercise. Like you could do it anytime, anywhere type of thing. So for people who like want to be runners, but are just like, I ain't a runner. I'm not good at it. I want to be good at it. What advice do you have for someone who's like trying to get into running? Like how can someone just start being a runner, like dabbling in it and learning to enjoy it? Now, my first question would be is why, why do you want to run? Cause I think having a goal or having a purpose makes it a lot easier to do it. True. Um, and then my next piece of advice would be don't rush it. If you are not someone who runs regularly and then you run five days in a row, that's an easy way to hurt yourself, yeah. an easy way to burn out, an easy way to be like, I don't like this. Right. I feel yeah. terrible. It's a quick path to hating something. Yeah. So. so then where should they start like distance wise? Like, should they go out and try to run a mile or you like go walk first? Like, what uh, totally, do you do? It, it totally depends on your body. You know, if, you, if you're playing other sports and you're fairly in shape and all that, I think you can start with running. Um, and I would start at two miles and see how that goes, you know, okay. and if you're a little more out of shape and you are trying to get more in shape, maybe lose some weight and all that, then yeah, I think it's important to start with walking or something that, cause the, the, the more weight you carry, the harder it is on your body to run. So it's important to be at a, a healthy weight before you start running. So you don't cause extra stress on your body. Mm-hmm. And then for someone who is a runner, like I guess me or, or even you or like Nicole or something like people who do run regularly and enjoy it. But eventually you get to this point where it's not boring, but you're like, OK, I've been doing the same thing because running is like and I guess it's seen as pretty static by a lot of people. So if you're someone who's trying to get, quote, better or you're like bored of where you're at and you're running, like what are different ways to vary up running or things you do or stuff like that? You can always pick a race, pick some race that seems fun or you haven't done before or try and I'm going to go run a race in another state or something like that. Give yourself some kind of goal, something to train for. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of times I'm not running races, so I'm focused more on my pace. You know, I'm trying to see if I can get my pace down to this. Do you use an app for that? Sometimes I use an app. Sometimes I just know how far I'm going and use my watch and do the math. But yeah. Sometimes I try and uh, go for runs in different places. I drive out to the lake or run through the city or um, sometimes if I'm not feeling it, I just don't go run that. Yeah. Day. I'm, like, I'm just not feeling it. Okay. All right. What is your, these are going to be a couple quick rapid fire questions. Your best advice for long runs, like upwards of five miles. We're going to go as a long run. Don't rush it. Okay. Take a deep breath. And enjoy what's around you. Okay. What about a short run? Like when you're trying to go quick two miles or like a fast three mile or even one, just like a quick run. What's your best advice for quick, short runs? Uh, warm up. 
And even if it's what if you're only running like two miles total, you should still like warm if up. If you're going to go sprint or do anything that's pushing, you should have at least like a two or three minute. I would say at least five minute okay. slow jog to get started because it's okay. hard to go from zero to sixty on your body. Okay, so warm up. Warm up, and I like to have a lot of turns because it makes me feel like I'm going faster. <laughs> okay. Um, what about for strictly sprints? Advice for, so not a short run, but like literally a sprint, like 100 meters, 200 meters, something like that. Definitely warm up. <laughs> uh, and then I really like doing sprints on a track okay. where I can like actually see the distance and know all of that. Do you enjoy sprinting? Are you a sprinter or a distance runner? Purely distance, <laughs> but I like sprinting to get better at distance. Okay. Okay. Oh, talk about that then. How does sprinting? So that's kind of like, so I was only like into distance. Like I just want to run really far and like be able to run far and say I ran far. Well, then I ended up like being able to run far, said I ran far, did a lot of far races and then recently switched to like sprinting. So Bradley's been helping me with like, not sprinting, getting faster. Bradley's been helping me with like getting faster. Um, in order to run far distances faster as well. Like I'm not just going to switch to sprinting. So why do you tell people or even do yourself sprints in order to get better at like running far? Like how do sprints tie into running far? Yeah, it's kind of counterintuitive, but it it's based more on the physiology of your body than anything else. And thinking of your heart as a pump and a muscle, if you always run slow and steady, it gets really good at that but it never has to expand past that. So then if you do some sprints and push it, it works the muscle a little bit. It learns how to pump blood when you're more distressed. And so that when you're doing distance, that's easier on your heart because it's like, I've already been pushed past this. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I never thought about it like that, actually. Um, Would you say that running is purely a hobby for you or like just a means of staying active? Or do you think that it is something more and why? I think it's all of those things. I mean, it's definitely a hobby. It's definitely a way to stay active, but it it is definitely more than both of those on a lot of times for me of, uh, sometimes I use it as a way to see a new place. Sometimes okay. I use it as a way to, uh, blow off some steam or relax or, um, when my cars in the shop, I need to get somewhere. <laughs> True. Yeah. Um, because I've seen you run since, you were in middle school. So like when I was in elementary school, so for kind of like a huge part of my life, I've seen you run through middle school, high school. Um, I mean, you still ran in college and now you're like married and pursuing a career and you're still running. Why do you think that that has stayed something you've done like your whole life, you know, because like I said, you kind of started just to be better at soccer and then you're like, nah, I kind of like this whole running thing. So why have you been running for so long? (laughs) I think there's definitely a lot of enjoyment in it for me. I do enjoy the physical act of, of pushing my body, of feeling tired, of feeling accomplished. Um, I like the way to get out and be outside and be in nature um, and kind of see a little bit more than just a walk around the block would take me. Um, I think it's something fun you can do with people. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually translates to most other sports because <laughs> even if you're not running, just having the, the the physical advantage of being in shape translates to most other sports. So mm-hmm. it's got a lot of advantages, I think. Um, and you know, people say like, Oh, I'm so stressed. I just need to go for a run or like, oh, I've had a long day. I just need to go for a run. Like I used to laugh at that. Like, are you serious? Like at the end of a long day or something, the last thing I want to do is go run, you know, like that's hard. But now that 
like I enjoy running and like, I feel like I'm a little better at it. Like three miles doesn't kill me. You know, like I kind of get that. I'm like, Oh yeah, it would be like, it would feel good to go on a run right now. So do you agree with that? Like when you feel stressed or anxious or like, like you said, blowing off some steam, do you think that helps you have like a better run or is it kind of just like a worse run or it doesn't really affect you like being stressed or something? I'm not a big late in the day afternoon stress runner just because my body doesn't do as well then. But I, uh, I try to run before I get stressed. I like going in the morning to okay. kind of set myself up for a it's gonna be stress a preventer. Yeah. yeah stress okay. preventer. I mean, physiologically you do release a lot of chemicals in your body when you run that combat stress and that give you that runner's high. Yeah. Um, so, but I, it makes sense to me. I just would rather go walk when I'm stressed True. and I like to run before I get stressed. True. Okay. That's a good, a good point. Um, do you ever have like super hard runs then? Like you start off on a run and you're just like, man, I know I need to make X amount of miles or X amount of time, but this is not enjoyable or the weather sucks or like, I just don't feel good. Like what is like a hard run for you? Because again, for someone like me who sees you as like a really good runner, I'm like, well, it must never be hard for these people. But obviously you have hard runs, right? Yeah, definitely have hard runs. Definitely have days you don't want to do it or you don't feel like being out there. Uh, some of them are, if I'm training for something and I'm doing speed work and I'm by okay. myself, I'm like, I got to mentally get in the game for this because <laughs> I don't really want to go push myself right now, yeah. but I'm not going to get any faster if I don't push myself. And some of them are days where you're like, I didn't drink enough water or I ate way too many <laughs> ice cream cups last what night yeah. and you can just you just feel that effect on your body i mean a hot day when you haven't drinking water those <laughs> that is a hard run to be like i'm i'm gonna die yeah i'm gonna die out here so what do you do how do you talk yourself through things that like you know you don't want to be doing but kind of like need to be doing or you're like sometimes you just get far enough away from your house where it's like it's, it's too late now like i gotta keep running yeah. so how do you talk yourself through that i mean i think in the back of my mind and i've done it plenty of times i always know i can stop <laughs> and I've stopped sometimes been like, I'm just not feeling it. I don't feel good. My leg hurts, whatever. And I'll walk. Yeah. Um, but the ones where I'm like, I know I can do this. I just got to figure it out. I try and make it a game. You know, I'm going to get to that corner. Or I'm going to catch that person or I'm going to pretend like I'm in the race now or I'm thinking about the race now. What yeah. it's going to be like in mile three and stuff like that. A lot that. of mental stuff. Yeah. And so you, Bradley has run in... Colorado in the snow because that is where he went to undergrad and he has run in South Louisiana because that's where we are and that's where we grew up. So having run in, you know, teen single digit temperatures sometimes and then also having run in like super humid, super hot, like blazing weather. What is your like cush perfect running weather? Running weather. Um, you said you're a morning runner, so we already know you I like to go. I shifted to a morning runner okay. after college. I used to run in the afternoon all the time. And well, you then, also lived somewhere where that was possible. Like, do you think you shifted because of where you were or just like your schedule? I think the weather and my schedule forced okay. me to shift because living in Colorado, there was a 20 or 30 degree swing between waking up at 6 a.m. and running at 3 p.m. a lot of the time. Yeah. And in Louisiana, it's the reverse. There's a 20, 30 degree swing of waking up at six or running at 3 p.m. But my favorite runs, and I'm sure it's from being raised in Louisiana, are 75 or 80 degrees. No! Partially sunny, some clouds. We are not related. And just kind of feeling that 
hot yeah. hotness. I you like, like to be a little hot? Yeah, I love to be hot when I run. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. A few fun questions to finish it up. What do you think about when you run? Because even if you're running two miles, you know, 20 or so minutes, or if you're running, you know, eight or nine miles, it's just a lot of like think time, which is something I learned when I was running. Like if you're running by yourself and you don't have somebody to like talk to or something like that, you got a lot of time to think in your own head. So what do you think about when you're running? do have a lot of time. I think running is 90% mental. I mean, it's, it's definitely moving one leg in front of the other, but it's, you're in your own head a lot of the time. So. And it's like harder if you get out of it, because then you are thinking about like, Oh wait, my foot actually does hurt. But if you just stay in your head, you kind of like can block out that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think about a lot of different things. I think about stuff I'm studying in school or things I've been reading or think about my day that's coming up or I try and recite things that I'm memorizing. Um, I think about the things that I see, the people I'm passing, the houses, the cars, the birds. Well, now it seems like uh, there's so much to think about. There's so much to think about. Sometimes I just shut my brain off without even realizing it, and I look down, I'm like, oh, 20 minutes are gone. Yes. Turn around. (laughs) Um, What is your favorite type of race to run? Like distance or like setting, um, setup, you know, like what's a fun race, your best race? Favorite, favorite questions are hard because you always have a favorite in different situations. <laughs> yeah, like, well, if it's this. I really like the the fun family 5Ks at Thanksgiving and Christmas where you're with your whole family, yeah. you're with all your friends, and it's it feels like just the season, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas yeah. are fun seasons. I like the 10Ks, uh, you know, the Boulder Boulder that runs in Colorado, the Crescent City Classic in New Orleans, or the they used to have the River Road run in Baton Rouge that... They run through the city and it feels like the whole city's partying that day. Mm-hmm. And that feels really fun. Um, but Do you both, have a distance that's like more fun? Oh. Yeah, both of those are kind of like sprints to me. Even a 10K is still a pretty good sprint in, in the runner running world. And I'm not much of a sprinter. So my favorite distance is actually the half marathon um, because it gives me enough distance to settle down and, and run distance. But um, it also requires way more training and you can't just yeah. up and go run one. So sure. they're yeah. not as frequent. Do you have a favorite half? Like how many halves have you done? I don't you, know. You, did you do a full? I have done a full. Okay. I don't know how many halves I've done officially. I mean, we did 13 mile runs once a week in high school and really, Oh, well, yeah. You guys ran from the house. Yeah. That was our that. distance run 90 minutes. <laughs> and so it was like oh. 90 minutes. Y'all did 13 miles in 90 minutes. About seven thirty pace. Yeah. Oh, hell no. It took me two and a half hours to run yeah. a half. <laughs> yeah. I did a couple, I've probably done like four or five official halves, but even in college when I was running by myself, okay. there were some days where I was like, I really want to see if I can run to that point down there i'd get back and be like oh that was 18 miles Jeez. so do you have a favorite half like official race or no uh i think most of my halves were in colorado and when you, there's a mountain range in colorado well, the front range <laughs> yeah but when you run along the front range it's just fun running parallel to the mountains yeah. and seeing them change and last question do you have a specific race that is your favorite like a race that you would recommend to someone like yeah this is a good race to do not like a half because that one like you yeah. would require a lot of training but if someone's like i want to run a fun race what is a fun race that comes to mind that you would recommend for people a fun race for somebody to go and do would be a very popular 5k where there's just a lot of people out okay. there with you it's a great starting point um and then I think a lot of cities have a good 10K, like their signature 10K. Yeah. The Crescent City Classic in New Orleans is really fun. The Boulder Boulder is definitely the most involved race I've ever done. It's the most popular 10K in the country. And 
Everybody's Why out is it called lawns. Boulder Boulder? That's just the name of it? Or do you run from like a boulder to a boulder? No, That's it's in I'm Boulder, imagining. the city. And the first word is be bold. So oh, oh, being bold be, oh. in Boulder. So okay. it's the Boulder Boulder. I get it. That's and cute. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but everybody's out partying that day. And you finish in the stadium, in the football stadium. Okay. And it's really fun. Okay, fun. Yeah. Okay, that was it. Do you have anything else you would like to add or any other runner questions or anything like that? No, I think, I think good. I think anybody can be a runner. I think it just takes time and you can't it's not one of those sports you can just yeah. rush in. Rush should be great at. So All right. Well thanks, um, brother, for sitting down and chatting and this will go up soon. So happy to do it. Be listening.